This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Jesters of Ravenloft, where a group of comedians try to escape the horrors of the mists. The heroes of what change are mastering new skills in preparation to face the Dark One. Shadow Rogue studied with the cleric and realized he needed to pray outside of moments of crisis. Del butted heads with the arrogant leader of the bards, but learned some spells along the way. Shadow channeled his rage alongside the barbarian leader, and Tyler had the shit kicked out of him by a crazy old man until magic happened. Shadam also wrote a devious letter to Shadow Jimmy attempting to convince her to stay loyal to him and distrust Tyler. Will the troop manage to complete their training before the town is attacked again? I doubt it. <laughs> Shadam, you are at the top of the roof of the mayor's tower. Everyone is settling down for bed. You, however, have been forging a letter mm-hmm. to Shadow Jimmy slash Hazel. Yes. To have delivered. How are you going to get this delivered to Shadow Jimmy? What's your plan? Uh, well, I know where their school is because I, I followed them there. So my plan is to basically write it and then uh, slip it under the door of the school so that when she gets there tomorrow, it'll be there waiting for her. Excellent. I love all of that. Yeah. That's going to happen. Uh, you go back in, I imagine, and yes. everybody goes to sleep. For the first time, you obviously not Shadowbroke who doesn't sleep, but the rest of you go to sleep. <laughs> and for the first time, you don't hear the sounds of combat out in the streets. Oh, yeah. With the three enemies oh, defeated, yeah. the Dark right, One right, right. seems to be keeping his forces at his castle. So the whole town of Happy Town gets to have one restful night. Shadow Rogue, how are you spending the night as the person who does not sleep? Uh, I'm, I'm bored, but, you know... Um, I'm just going to go for a jaunt because I haven't actually explored the place myself. And, you know, I'm feeling good about myself. I don't need to I don't need to have this four hour debrief like I usually do. I'm still in good health. So I'm going to go for a stroll. Can you roll me a perception? Yeah, man. I'll roll you whatever you want. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, that was a 13. A 13, as you wander through town, taking in the sights, you begin to get a bit of a feel for happy town uh, as it generally is. But you also see a lot of moments of connection among the people here. It's something that you don't always get a chance to see when you're either dealing with the guild leaders or the other people who are training you Hmm. or heading off to battle. But you begin to see these kind of more familial scenes. You're seeing people who are doing the night patrols that just seem to get along and be really kind of happy and friends. There is a regular day-to-day life going on here that you haven't been a part of, but you're realizing this is a fully realized town with a lot of meaningful relationships and connections, and protecting these people has been a legitimately good thing to do. Oh, wow. And there's skinless folk around here, too. Yep. Well, I'm, okay. 
and okay. lizard folk now. A small number of the wow. a tinier faction of lizard folk that you would have probably heard over the course of things had like left and were teamed up with Cat Letwin, a comedian that you heard about in your shadow puppet play. Right, right, right. <laughs> what a healthy growing community. You know what? I'm I I, I just want to I'm soaking it all in. I want to do something nice for the gang when they wake up. Um can I purchase some like food or something for everybody so they all have a nice breakfast in the morning? Like everybody starts out so they can train and be at the best of their ability. You know, everybody's giving their all. So great. You see a shop mm-hmm. that over over the shop it says uh, human tinker and store. <laughs> it is open. Oh, okay. I so I, I just strolling in. Uh, hi, hi there. Um, uh, praise be to happy town. Um, I'm wondering, do you have any sort of, uh, what do people eat? Pies? <laughs> do you have any pies or, uh, pastries, something, you know, and very a, nice? A very tall figure in a trench coat and a hat. As you walk in, there are a few items on two different shelves and then a long counter, a long mm-hmm. wooden counter with a wall behind it with pictures of different items and a door that lets kind of the salesperson go back and forth from the, the warehouse. And in front of you is the owner of the shop who is seven feet tall, very oddly built in a long trench coat and a hat. And when they turn around, they just have a big smiling mask on and they just say, hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited to see you. Uh, welcome. I am terrific. Tom, the human tinker, definitely human. So excited to be here. Uh, you were looking for what again? Uh, yeah. Hi, hi, uh, uh, Tom. I'm looking to see if you have any like food, any food stuffs, like uh pastries, something I want to, I want to get some friends, something to eat for the morning. Well, we don't have much, but we got some options. Uh, And Tom turns in that way that the shoulders turn before the hips do, and then they catch up. And a hand reaches up with a glove on the end, and none of the fingers move. And it just latches into a hook and pulls down an image. And you just see a hawk of ham. You see a basket of apples. And you see a bottle of wine. And those are the only three options that are presented. Yeah, we got a... This is what we got. Oh. Oh, Well, okay. What Tom, the human tinker. Okay. Oh, geez. Do you have a discount for all three? Or can I just buy all three? I'll just take all three. So I'm going uh, to do. do you have any gold? Uh, <laughs> Rogue, you are wearing a medal that says that you're part of the Chosen One's band of companions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I got this recently. Um, so, uh, I don't know. This is kind of, I'm kind of a VIP. <laughs> I was wondering if maybe you could, uh, I don't know. We're kind of like the saviors of the town. You know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine sort of thing. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the <laughs> legs and head both turn to face you, and then the torso turns a second later. I'm sorry, are you a robot? <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. We are Tom the Human Tinker. <laughs> it's just I've never encountered anybody. I, I've met lizards. I've met people without flesh, but I've never met anybody that speaks or or gesticulates like you do. What's under What's under those clothes there? Can you roll me a persuasion with advantage? Okay. <laughs> what's under oh. those clothes? Good, bad. What? I can't tell. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 21. There Tom the Human Tinker just says to you, you can have the stuff you need and we'll tell you the truth because you are one of wet change. Uh, and Tom drops the coat and pulls off the mask and you realize it is three small lizards that are all about two and a half feet tall that have been standing on each other's shoulders pretending to be a person reaching out with the arms with tails and things oh my god that's that's adorable look at you little (laughs) guys how did you how long have you been doing this Ah, this has been our bit for a while, for a while, for a while. Uh, we're actually Drukit, Numpty, and Peely Wally. Three kobolds in a trench coat. Oh my God! Oh, that's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And you and your entrepreneurs. Yep. Three okay. three pairs of hands. Three times the work. Don't need employees. We just pretend to be Tom the Human Tinker. Oh, well, this is great. Thank you so much, Tom. Uh, Tom the Tinker. Um, uh, look, this has been great. Uh, I, this is a slice of life I haven't experienced before. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering, um, do you also have, uh, because of my little medal, do you have anything else? Maybe, I don't know. I'm just thinking now because this is so nice. Do you have any special wares that also you might want to, I don't know, bestow <laughs> on, on me, Shadow Rogue? We can give you anything you need, anything you want, whatever we got in the store, because oh. you are the chosen one. Uh, and two of them are already running around and pulling out the food items and setting it for you. Oh, great, uh, what great, are you great. looking for? Okay, well, I have food, so I want a big pastry. Um, I want a donut, which is another pastry. Um, uh, a lot of pastries. I feel like nobody hates pastries. Uh, I'm going to take all of this stuff, too. But for any of your tinkerers, I'm one, um, like your, your, your things that aren't foodstuffs, do you have anything that might help a young cleric um, praise better? We could make you a symbol of a particular god. We could tinker one for you. Just What's your god? My god is Ezra. The one and only, the divine who lives up in heaven and looks down on us. <laughs> All right, and what do you think that Ezra looks like to you? <laughs> oh God, oh God. Um, I'm trying to think. I think to me, I, there's no reference point, but maybe it's the way you're talking uh, that's pulling someone out of my brain. But I'm thinking of this giant blue head floating. <laughs> kind of almost in like a tube to contain it. It's like a big, bald, blue head. Um, just so omnipotent, you know? Like knowing blue balls. Got it. All right, we'll say that to <laughs> you when you're ready. Okay, okay, thank you. And then I take all my stuff and I, I get my uh, little... This is what is that? You have already given me this thing. Yeah, the the medal that you already had was your like your your medal for having defeated the three things. Paul Rudd gave that to you guys when you got back to the city. Yeah, yeah. And then they are going to make you your pastries and deliver your your holy icon when in the morning. They need time to get things ready. They don't normally bake. Okay, thank you. But I'll take I'll take the apples. I'm going to take the wine. I'm going to take this last thing. Thank you so much. Bye. Yep. So you go back and you set things up. The delivery comes in just before sunrise. So just a beautiful selection of pastries, and you get a holy icon. So it is about a foot tall. It's designed to be something that you can hold, wrap your hand around, and it shows the symbol on the far side. It looks almost like an I, just a capital I with a big circle in the center of it. It's made of copper and silver beaten together. And then it's got a painted blue smiling face in the middle. Clearly a quick alteration of a happy town symbol. But you can hold that up and use that as a holy icon to summon magic through when you need to. Thank you. 
Everyone else, you wake up to the smell of bountiful pastries. And Tyler, you wake up to the smell of your own garbage-ridden body. <laughs> yep. I'm going to... I'm gonna take a take a bath, and I guess I don't have a change of clothes. Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow something from Paul Rudd, I guess, and <laughs> and and take a bath. So you you successfully actually can you roll me a sleight of hand? Sleight of hand is a nine plus one for ten. Ten. He's still got a little bit of stink, but it mostly comes off. And you end up with one of the red velvet mayoral robes just shoved under your general armor. So it's just it looks way fancier than normal. Okay, right on. But you're geared up. Uh, you all get to feast on pastries. Is there anything you would say to each other before you go spend your day of training? Where did all this yeah, come yeah, from? Yeah, what is what is all this? What is bread? I know. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, the pastries and the wheat inside will keep you regular. And I think that's important for living creatures such as yourselves. Um, just have a great day and just know that Ezra loves you all. Even you, this even is... you little guy. And I'm, I'm pointing at uh, the great illusionist Omega Sergeant of Magic and Shadows or something. Yeah, thank you. And then the sun rises and the rays come through the window and you all look as the sun rises and beside you, Dell, you see Timothy the weasel hit with the sun and the giant rat that you had given to Adam hit with the sun. And they both start to break into little pieces of themselves in the sun until they fully evaporate into nothing. Oh, no. <gasps> uh, oh, 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 oh. Dr. Ratman, I scream. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it just... I mean, I, maybe it's just for a day, an animal. Is it a light thing? Oh, no. How cruel. Why is this world so I mean, cruel? At, at the risk of, yeah, sounding cruel, do you want to try and make it make another one with your little pokeball? Or, or yeah, let's just do it. I'm just pulling this out to, throwing uh, another oh, okay. animal <laughs> Great. Can you roll in the middle me, of the room. Can you roll me a d4? <laughs> it's a four. A 200-pound, massively haired and tusked wild boar appears in the middle of the room. Just oh, thuds no. in a flash of light oh, over the shit. ball. Oh, my God. Ooh. Well, hi. I'm, I'm going to wave at it, see if it's docile like the other ones were. And it looks over at you and just gives you a nod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah, pig. Oh, okay. Oh, it's adorable. I, I, go I, I talk. Pet the snoot. <laughs> I, yeah. I talked to the sergeant. I'm like, I'd like to see you break that one's back. <laughs> you want me to try? No, I was trying to be funny. Oh. Well, gonna... <laughs> You're so funny, Black Knight. Uh well, I love my kids. And I can I give them can I give them some extra treats? Yeah, sure. Just, you can give be, them pastries. Yeah, here, here, here you go, Jimmy. Here's some extra treats for school. Oh, thank you. And I've I, never been given food before. This is the best job ever. Oh, well, I'm your dad, and and I start crying black tears from my helmet. And I just I just love you both so much. Come here. I just want to give him, like, a big double hug. Yep, and, and they, they hug you back. Ah, uh, good. Now, off to school with you. And they head off to school. I'm imagining, <laughs> does everybody else go to their various trainings? Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tyler, um, with your yeah. whole, uh, you know, being in an alley and garbage and stuff, do you, are you going to be okay doing all that? I I don't know. Uh, I'll uh, uh, we'll 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 do a check in tonight. I guess. Okay. Maybe maybe that was just day one. It's probably not. Um, mm. I I don't know it. It is what it is, right? It's just this whole thing is fucked up. Why wouldn't I train by having garbage thrown at me with magic? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess. I'm I'm feeding the pig an apple. <laughs> do you want do you want Mr. Pig to go with you for safe safety reasons? Or are you gonna be okay? Uh, no, no, it's it's okay. I this is something that I I want to do. I think I should do it just kind of on my own steam you know i'll i'll figure it out it's fine thank you yeah if something goes wrong i got I'd like send up a signal flare or something i don't know but we'll we don't have backup. this but yeah. yeah okay okay all right so tyler goes uh del are you bringing mr pig with you to your training or are you leaving the wild boar here yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna leave the wild boar here i will be like okay you sit here's another apple Dude, um, be good. And the board <laughs> looks from you to the rest of the pastries on the table and then looks back and kind of tilts its head with a knowing eyebrow like, eh? <laughs> okay, okay, maybe one or two. Here's a couple more. Okay, I'm putting lower down. These are the pig. <laughs> I mean, you only live for a day, I guess, so enjoy. <laughs> the pig looks at you scared. <laughs> I mean, um, don't worry about that. Good pig. Stay. Can you roll me an animal handling? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a five. <laughs> the pig just sitting there wide-eyed as you leave, and you realize this boar is having an existential crisis about only having one day to live. You accidentally taught an animal about death. <laughs> oh, no. So everyone is heading to their various instructors' locations, except for Shadam, who is following his children to their magic lesson yes. and slipping a letter under a door, if I am correct. Mm-hmm. Now, could I have tried to have done that in, like, in the middle of the night, just so like nobody could like see me? So you wanted to leave the letter in advance? Yeah, so when they walk in, like the letter's already there. Okay, yep, yep, I, I, will, I will allow that. Can you roll me a stealth? Okay. Ooh, this is going to be good. Okay, stealth. There's a total of 15. Total of 15. I actually have to look up someone's stats. Just a second. Ooh, We're in a world where Intriguing. you are dropping things off at the house of a relatively powerful wizard. <laughs> who is used to night combat patrols and spotting things. So would he have found the letter? Dropping off a note on the first peaceful night in the town's <laughs> history. Where? Oh, man, I didn't I didn't think I would ever need this guy's stats because none of you were training with him. Uh, and everybody yeah. just hears Shadam going. There it is. Yeah. There we go. 
And when I move, it's like, uh, like you know, in horror movies, when ghosts move, it's like, it's like oh, okay. that, like, janky. Oh, no, the reverse <laughs> no, photography. Like no, yeah. thank you. Uh, what did you roll again? I rolled a total of uh, 15. <laughs> you managed to drop the letter off, and it remains hidden. Yes. Great work. Yes. So you drop the letter off at night. You're off to your own lessons. So we have... A, a different kind of scene. We're going to cut away to a scene where none of you are present. Ooh. But Shadow Jimmy slash Hazel and the squire walk through the door ready for their first lesson when she finds a letter on the floor and she reaches down and picks it up. And I know, Adam, you in character wrote this letter <laughs> over break. Yeah. Could you <laughs> read us this letter? In the voice of your version of Peter Nutter. Okay. Okay. So we can experience what she read. Okay. All right. My God. (laughs) My dearest Hazel, first of all, I cannot apologize enough for my disappearance. There is nothing more I want than to hold my darling daughter in my arms, especially on her 18th birthday. But alas, I was called away on a secret mission as I left the caves of the skinless, after the one called Shadam saved me from my prison. I cannot tell you of my work, but know I have obtained a spell that allows me to watch over you, but sadly not speak to you. Reaching out to the people of Happy Town is punishable by death, as any chance of our mission being discovered must be kept quiet. But I risk my life to send you a warning. Do not trust Tyler. He serves a darker master and is trying to what did I write? To tear you. Oh. Wait. Sorry, I can't read my own writing. You have to read it. That's fine. She doesn't get those words then as it's written. Oh, I is trying to turn you against your protector. Dare I say, Father, Shadow. Trust in Shadow, but don't let Tyler suspect that you are onto him. I must go. I love you more than words can say, my dearest. I miss you. I love you. Love your father. God damn. That's evil son of a bitch. That was and hazel and horrifying. Having taken in those words. You thought I was going to be a jerk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was waiting for it to be so funny. I think we can also say abstractly. Forging this letter does kind of make you a jerk. Um, Yes. (laughs) Fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Hazel reads this letter, and Hazel is not sure how to feel. But she has a brother with her, and she has a teacher who knows the ways of wizards like her father. So she shares the letter with them. (laughs) And normally, I would roll an insight roll for each of these three characters. But the Watchers have chosen this moment (gasps) as perhaps one of the most (laughs) impacted by them. They know the tension that is happening here. And the mist rises up. And the Omega Sergeant and Hazel and Glow Silverseed all don't realize it. But they are being charged in this moment. Adam, I need you to roll me a D6 three (gasps) times. Because we have three spooky successes or fearful failures. Holy shit. (sighs) Which order would you like to roll these in? Who do you want to roll oh, for first? Shadow Jimmy 
Do you want to roll for the Omega Sergeant or do you want to roll for He wants Glow to do Omega Silver Sergeant Z. three times. <laughs> well, I didn't expect that. Okay. Yes! Rarely yeah, have I seen the watchers be like, this, this, this. <laughs> they all the side immediately when you started reading the letter. You know, okay, I'll roll for the teacher first. Because okay. I feel, as a wizard, I talk about wizard things, so Hopefully the wizard will be like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Roll me a D6. <laughs> okay. Jeez, I'm like shaking. Okay, all right. Four. Okay. Who would you like to roll for next? I think we do a mega search. I think we have to close out with, with Shadow Jimmy. Yeah. That just feels yeah. true. I think that makes sense. No, fair enough. Five. Okay. No way. Now the big roll. Roll for Shadow Jimmy. Four. Wow. What the fuck, Adam? Oh my ah, god, Adam. Ah, 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 ah. And, oh. <laughs> shake it up. <laughs> the three of them review this letter. And Glow Silverseed starts off not entirely sure until he looks at some of the sentence structures and some of the curly cues on just the way some letters are written. And by sheer fluke of luck, Shadam, your handwriting is very similar to Peter Nutter's, even though you had no reference. So Glow Silverseed is won over. And for the Squire... Secret missions make perfect sense. And Tyler always seemed distrustful anyways. The Squire's related to everyone else on this band. Why not Tyler? And Shadow Jimmy just looks at this and realizes that she's got her new father. And she crosses out the word Hazel at the top of the letter. And she rewrites Shadow Jimmy in its place. Wow. Because she is Hazel no longer. She is Shadow Jimmy. Son of Shadam. <laughs> and she's a bad, bad man. <laughs> like her father. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Incredible. Wow. <laughs> Through a fluke of dice, that literally could not have gone better for you. So oh. Oh. wow. Okay. Oh. This game is broken. Yeah. I have made three enemies oh. this day without even knowing wow. it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Jeez. <laughs> oh, wow. I think we're all just going to take a second to take a breath coming down oh, off of that man. moment. What? That was oh, a lot. Wow. Wow. Whew. I'm, just, I'm just shaking my head. Oh. <laughs> That's a good idea, chat. There's no stopping. Yeah. yeah good wow. idea. Adam, too. Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh. This is like my guy lost the election or something. You know, this is what it's doing. Like, oh. You know, military service has just been enacted. A mandatory military. Oh, wait, what? Oh, oh boy. So you all go on to train. Today, Tyler, you just get the shit punched out of you all day. Just, just a big, flat wooden sword. You're getting smacked with it. You're getting hit. And your trainer, Tyler, is just like, you got to defend yourself. Just just do it, fucker. And he hits you again. Uh, uh, how? I don't know. It's all been just luck up to this point. Use magic, you dumb shit. And he just hits you with the big wooden sword again. Uh, uh, I, uh, uh, I, I just 
on instinct cast uh comprehend languages you know it just doesn't help <laughs> i just i don't can like, you i don't like an arcana keeps beating the shit out of me but now i can say like stop in elvish <laughs> uh arcana uh 16 16 instead of comprehend languages though that was a good bit uh for the first time you instinctively throw up a shield and it increases your ac by five so the okay. blow that would have landed stops in midair and you realize that you have this power among the other things that you're discovering. And your trainer, Tyler, says, Thank God my arm was getting tired, you dumb shit! <laughs> and my, my, like, eye is, like, swelling shut. <laughs> just, uh, just, why can't you just tell me what we're doing? It's not how it's gonna work in a fight. Sit down. He, he, he shoves a pile of garbage under you. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll take a seat. All right, here's, drink I, this. He hands you... A tankard that looks disgusting. I'm not big on drinks. Sorry. What? Is this is this a is this a training thing or is this a social thing? I don't I don't drink. I don't like drinking. Nah, this is a training thing. I don't, I don't give a shit about you socially. <sighs> what is it? What am I what am I about to drink? Oh my god, drink it or not. Oh my god. Fine. You you'll bastard i just <laughs> i i i like gulp it down i like pound it back i don't want to sip this i don't want to nurse it just put the liquid in my body as much as possible as fast as possible and all of your injuries heal up and you're back to full health and you realize it was a health potion so how i have these <laughs> why was why is all, everything a fucking mystery with you we're not friends. I'm here to teach you how to go out there and kill a bunch of things. And so I got to teach you how to do that under pressure. If I just teach you how to do it in some sort of fancy lab, look at me, I'm a wizard. I read books. You can go be a bullshit wizard with the rest of them, or you can be a blade singer like me, or it's cool. I I would like our names to be the only thing we have in common. Uh, you're gross and weird, and you've been beating the shit out of me for two days in a row. But you know what? If that's what this is going to come to, fucking round two, dude, let's do it. And I just stand up and just whip the tankard at him. I say, let's go. <laughs> and the two of you just start fucking brawling. <laughs> <laughs> just, I've never fought someone in my life, and I just, like, grab him. Yeah. 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 Can you roll me a, an athletics? Oh, that's a good roll. With an OK modifier. 21. Uh, you get the better of them this afternoon. Uh, you beat the shit out of each other. A lot of magic happens by accident, but you are earning some grudging respect from Tyler Hecklin in your dirty alley. Yeah, all right. Grab him by the beard and just kind of pull him around <laughs> like a fish on a hook. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Dell, you were training with Rupert Darlin, uh, mm -hmm. and he is just walking you around the city, showing you various things that the bards have contributed to. And when you get to each place, there are clearly things that are collapsing or inconveniencing people, or like there are broken chairs. There's just other shit that's like dirty. It's not clean. He is contributing nothing. <laughs> do you walk around with him? Do you help clean those things up? What are you doing while he's giving you this like weird tour of disastrous parts of the city where he's just fancy? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to put up with it for a while and just kind of smile and nod while I'm looking around. And eventually... Okay, okay, wait. So you're just showing off that your house is better and you're fancier than all the rest of these places? Is that the point here? What's what's the point? 
Some people look for a point and some people just experience life. I'm just showing you what these places are like. I'm showing you the city. I'm showing you these, these situations. I mean, what, this is all part of your education. Okay. Yeah. Education, learning, uh, show, but tell. Maybe tell me what, what the heck you mean by all this. And he walks you down a street and you see there are, there are bards organizing things around his house and putting things together. And he says, what do you see when you see all of this? Uh, I see a lot of people working for you for some reason. Make stuff fancy. Great. And who don't you see working? You. <laughs> I have a gift <laughs> for not working and making other people work for me. I use the physical uh, because, again, theoretically the most powerful so that'll allow it. I tried to use words, but unfortunately you didn't help anyone, even though you really should have. Um, but <laughs> you could perhaps draw yourself a servant to do things for you. Oh. But you can't do that because you don't have the, you know, <laughs> right? Not yet. Not yet. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable, okay. though. All right. Um, so draw draw something helping. I'll, I don't know. I'll just try to draw what I think would be a helpful person, like a very <laughs> person in overalls and a hat being helpful. <laughs> Okay, so you draw a person in overalls and a hat using the, the reality yep. blade to just sketch it out in the air. And a moment later, you see that person start to move. And you have instinctively cast Unseen Servant. Mm -hmm. Just moving invisibly through the air, able to help out around you and help you out with things. A servant that no one else can see. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wait. Um... I feel like this is similar to the animals thing. A servant person, maybe we can go help fix some of those buildings. Ugh. And Rupert Darla just <laughs> walks away. But you do get to go help and the other bards seem there to really go. appreciate that. <laughs> Adam, you are in, or Shadam, you are in a weird version of therapy. You are sitting down opposite Francine <laughs> the Frightful. You're, but you've got a, a laying out couch that you are on. And again, a house with no roof and all the walls are torn down and it's super shitty. Right. And she's like, all right, so the thing you got to worry about is how are you going to maintain the anger? People try to balance themselves out. They try to become better. They try to learn. They try to work through their issues or whatever. And that's not what barbarians do. We make sure we can be angry anytime forever. Oh, hey, that, that sounds a lot easier than having to deal with all these problems I have. And I have problems. Perfect. Are there any problems that you've worked through? Like, are there any that you've solved? Uh, <laughs> uh, yo, yo, yeah. I mean, I uh, pretty well I've solved um, uh, jealousy, patience, um, <laughs> being giving, um, being loving and respectful um well I, I think we could start with jealousy oh, and patience okay. okay you're a barbarian you need to be impatient because that helps you find that rage like that bam angry you oh. need to be jealous because when you meet somebody who you think is cooler than you if you get angry enough you can kick their ass am i right that happens all the time yeah okay so all I'm saying is, how are you gonna undo the healing you've done so that you can be more dangerous as a barbarian <laughs> um well, teacher, maybe you could suggest something. I mean, I, I'm... <laughs> Which of your friends is the most better than you? 
the most better than me. Hmm. You know, Dell is a very, very, very good person. In fact, if I were to say anyone was the opposite of me, I would say she is, because literally, I think she is the nicest, most helpful person that I've ever met. Are you jealous of that? That just sounds like she's the most useful. That doesn't sound like somebody who'd be your enemy. Well, I mean, I kind of wish... Well, I mean, when when everybody kind of goes to her for advice, because she gives really good advice, and, and in my head, I'm like, oh, hey, uh, what if you did this? But then I can't speak up, and everyone's like, oh, wow, Dell, great job. Yeah. So she silences you, and she, she takes away your voice, and she's yeah. stealing command from you, and she's taking away everything you've built your whole life trying to get, am I right? Yeah, that's right. You're 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 right. And then, and then and so how, how could she do that to you? I thought you were supposed to be a king. I thought you were the chosen one. Aren't you the chosen one? Not some sort of companion. And I look down at the medal that says chosen one. I'm like, yeah, right here it says I'm the chosen one. Yeah. So do you want to be the chosen one, or do you want to be the chosen one's companion? I want to be the chosen one. And my eyes blare red behind my mask. And you reach down and grab the bed and your fists close on it and you shake it and the whole thing shatters under you. Ooh. <laughs> and Francine, the frightful, goes, yeah, let's see, we're making good steps here. We're making really good steps for you into a better future. Oh, sorry about the chair. Oh, but don't that felt be. really good. Don't be. Not my chair. Took it from a dead guy. <laughs> nice. And I like high five. And she high fives you right back. And you both high five so hard that you both like have to take a step back from each other because you're fucking into this. Oh, and I want to do that. Uh, oh, I forget what movie that is. Is it? Uh, uh, it's like, you know, that, you know, the thing where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Apollo Creed, they're like, you son of a bitch. And then Predator? they like. Is that it? Is it Predator? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they like and they grab hands and there's just this close up shot of just like arms flexing and sweating. I just want that to happen. <laughs> Roll me Creed. an athletic. <laughs> I keep forgetting his name. It's like whenever I see him, it's like it's Apollo Creed. <laughs> Roll oh, me an sorry. athletics. Uh, Roll he plays me a guy a named uh, plays a guy named uh, Carl Weathers on Arrested Development. Right. Um uh Remind me again. What am I rolling? I, athletics. Uh, athletics. I'm so sorry. Um, oh man, my athletics is zero, which makes me angry. Um, <laughs> Ten. You reach out and grab that hand with Francine the frightful, and you both try to flex, and she immediately just arm wrestles your arm, not even trying to, so hard that you end up pinned to the floor. <laughs> just <laughs> slams you down. <laughs> She says, does that hurt? Uh, yes. And then I, why aren't you mad? Getting mad now. <laughs> and I just, and my eyes blaze red. And I, and I kind of spin on the ground like Curly does in the Three Stooges. And I'm like a really angry. <laughs> and she just picks you up and throws you through the fireplace. And she just yells, barbarians. And I try to. I try to I hit the wall in a way that I have like an outline through the through the wall of my body. <laughs> you knock the whole fireplace over, but it's a hell of a moment. <laughs> Shadow Rogue, mm. you were spending your day training with Sister Abasi. Mm -hmm. uh, you, she she has brought out a a small hammer, and she looks to you and just says. So we need to teach you how to 
cure some wounds. So I'm just going to give myself a little one. This one is, uh, we call it the baby mallet because we got a big one. <laughs> does a lot more damage. So we just start with this little tiny baby mallet and she reaches down and just whacks herself a fucking smoker of a wound in her, Sister, in her forearm. no! <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Because you're going to fix it. What you need to do is just focus your love of Ezra. And I just flick a Tylenol at <laughs> what, oh, What's this? Take, take, take. I don't, I don't know what that is. What does that do? I, it, 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 I don't know actually how it works, but it makes you feel better. That's, that's not what I need. We're, we're here to work on your magic skills. Uh, okay. So here's the deal. Obviously, you care about me. Yeah. Because you are upset that I did this thing to my arm. Yeah, of course. And you care about Ezra. You've got the love of the God inside you. Yeah. So what I need you to do is channel your love of me and your love of Ezra and reach out and heal this wound. Uh, Just pray. Yeah, yeah, okay. Touch this wound and heal it. I just don't want to, like, get you hit by lightning and something. Okay, <laughs> fine. Do you believe in Ezra? <sighs> yes, I believe. I believe. Then trust there be no lightning here. Okay, and then I place my hand on her paw. And I'm just like, mm. uh, okay, let's you, the essence. Uh, oh shit! Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh shit! Can you roll a D4? I'm sorry. Oh no, no. Oh, she's it's dead. So she's dead. <laughs> it's so that's good sad. every time, guy. That's, that's, oh my god. That's a one. <laughs> okay, so that stung a bit. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I oh, would say my. do the prayer first, then okay. do the touching. <laughs> all right, then just let the hand rest. All right, all right. Like a bastard. all right, all right, 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 right. Um, Ezra, um, <laughs> uh, praise be. Um, thank you so much for breakfast and for helping me with that sweet discount with the lizards at that store. Um, so I really need your help, baby. I need to be better at healing. <laughs> and I need you to help me heal this wonderful lady, sister. What was your last name again? Uh, sister Abasi. Abasi. Sister Abasi. Heal her hand. Let her uh, fingers be less swollen. Let her uh, blood uh, run smooth. Um, <laughs> so one of the one of the keys to healing, if you're going to want to yeah. do this as sort of a combat scenario, is to kind of I, I just. Tighten up the prayer a bit. Like, imagine there's an enemy trying to kill us. And you've got to channel, again, I said channel the love, not like walk through every oh, medical part of the healing. okay. So let's have a conversation, more of a command. Okay. No, 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 no. That's also wrong. Ezra, oh, heal shit. this old woman now! <laughs> Can you roll me a religion? <laughs> no. She's dead. She's dead. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. That's a 17. Can you roll me uh, a D8 and a D4? Okay, so the D4 is a one. The D8 is a three. Perfect. So your chill, dead hand does sap slightly even more life out of her arm when you touch her. But you heal more damage than you did. And the, the wound she put into her own forearm disappears. And she says, oh. okay, so we got a bit of a lesson here. You're... Your prayer style is, uh, let's just say, surprising and unconventional, but it does seem to go over well. And you did heal me more than you hurt me, which is impressive. Uh, you receive, as the mists swarm up around you, 
Shadow Rogue, you get another pop culture reference that helps you perfectly kind of paint this picture for yourself to lock in the lesson in a way that speaks to you. Uh, what pop culture reference explains your healing and prayer style? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> what pop culture reference does to my healing and prayer style? Um, shit, I, I just... Uh, um, <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Uh, Something, okay. you know, that all the kids are watching now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, make, yeah. Make another mad about you, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think of that scene in The Simpsons. I got to go back to that well. It's a um, deep well. Yeah, it's a deep, uh, unending well. Um, when uh, Lisa goes in, um, because uh, she, Bart he eats something from the crusty cereal and he has to get his appendix taken out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, and then Lisa comes in and then she realizes that bleeding gums Murphy is in the bed next to her. And that rekindles a relationship with them and just the general healing that goes on. And that it also leads to another relationship that's very fulfilling. And Lisa's able to see that kind jazz soul through to his, uh, next journey, uh, as a, as a ghost. And I just, uh, <laughs> And it just, it, you know, it all swells together. I'm just like, hmm, healing's good, and so is love. <laughs> well, I agree with that thesis. So mm. I think what we need to do now is work on healing from a distance and healing without using your hands. Uh, and you continue to expound upon your training through that day mm. and through the coming days. You all spend a number of days learning your different skills in the various, sometimes uncomfortable, but almost always enthusiastic ways of your trainers. Tyler, you and Tyler Hecklin just beat the shit out of each other. You do a lot of combat magic. It's all very violent. It's all very extreme. And on the seventh day of your training, you are on your knees in the alley. And Tyler is standing over you with his gross hands on your shoulders. And he is just yelling at you in lizard folk. Just (laughs) And then he looks down at you and says, well, well, what? And he shocks the living shit out of you with electricity Ah! from behind. And then he just repeats it again. Can you roll me an arcana? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. I think I'm getting electrocuted again. Uh, That's going to be an eight. You are electrocuted again. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Why can't I take off the chain mail if this is what we're doing? (laughs) You won't be able to take it off on the day. Wow. I try to I try to focus my hatred for this man and and bring forth the the magic. Great. Roll our can and give yourself advantage. That's gonna be a natural 20. Nat 20. Dope. You instinctively at this moment master both comprehend language, the spell. And shock and grasp, which means you have achieved all of the spells on your list for your character. And your trainer has said to you, you realize through the translation, tell me you've graduated and I'll give you your graduation gift. Uh, And I say back uh, in lizard speak, uh, uh, (laughs) uh, 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 I call this one uh, Tragic Missile, and I, I want to like grab his hand, electrocute him with Shock and Grasp, and then rise, turn it so that his, his uh, uh, 
joints are kind of being bent the wrong way. I just want to kick him, this old bastard, in the back and send him flying down the alley. <laughs> just into, into his own garbage home or whatever the fuck that is. With a nat 20, you do it. You break his <laughs> okay. garbage house. Uh, he's just <laughs> smashed. And he stands up. And you realize as you see him stand up, he's not nearly as rickety as you've thought he's been this week. He's been pulling punches with you this whole time. But he stands around and nods oh. to you with respect for the first oh, time okay. that you've seen. I would get like scared of like he gets up, like <laughs> rises, like fully fit and like fluid movements. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in so much trouble. I'm so scared. Oh, no. What have I done? I got too cocky. Don't don't walk it back now, kid. You did great. You're one of us. You got a couple of years ahead of you to really sharpen those skills, but it's beginning. And that's why I got you this. And he reaches into his house and he pulls out a massive brass sword. It's brass in the handles with a weight at the bottom. And at the top, it is stone with lizard folk teeth hammered into it. And you realize he is carrying the sword that the lizard folk mayor had originally wielded against your party. It is a berserk-style sword. Just a big thing with teeth hammered oh, into fuck. it. Wow. And he reaches out and gives it to you and says, a lot of people like to sing pretty things when they're blade singers, but you, I think you're going to be a hard rock kind of guy. Holy shit. Hard rock. Uh, yeah, okay. I get it. Yeah, we don't have to punch at each other anymore, so there can be jokes now. Uh, and he gives you oh. the sword, uh, and you have achieved your full class of blade singer. Uh, wow. Th thank, thank you. Uh, Mr. Hecklin, um, uh, are, is, are, are we are we done here? Like, will I be able to see you again? Will I will is there yeah, more? Yeah, to learn yeah, yeah. I'll from be you, around. Or? I'll be around at that kind of thing. I mean, this is this is where I live. You fit in my hovel. So, uh, <laughs> listen, you're as ready as you're going to be. Tomorrow, you face the dark one. Kick his ass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for this. Oh my gosh. Uh, the magic is one thing. I, to, to have this is, um, uh, thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and fuck you, old man. Ah, oh, perfect. Fuck you too. Okay, bye. Uh, and he goes and starts rebuilding his hovel. Adam, right, yeah. You have been training all week with Francine the frightful. You have been. You graduated from channeling your anger to being able to be mad at anybody in a heartbeat, to be able to ma be mad at nothing in a heartbeat. Just standing in a quiet room with like calming bells and soothing music, <laughs> you can still summon your rage even in that environment at a right. moment's notice. And you've learned to be able to contain that rage, so you choose when it comes out. But it's always stoked, and the fire is there. And she has been training you, even while in a rage, to know whether to fight with your weapon single-handed or two-handed, which has seemed ridiculous when you're wielding a rapier until she says, all right, I think you fucking did it, kid. This has been good for you. It's been good for me. Woo! Now you get a real barbarian weapon. None of this shit. She takes your rapier and just breaks it in half. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's crap. It's not what you want. You want something that's going to do the real job. And she reaches behind the fireplace where you've learned she keeps all of her training equipment from every day. <laughs> and she takes out a massive battle axe. Whoa. Just bladed on both sides, super sharp, super bright. And it's got a, a haft that can be wielded with one hand or two. So you can carry it with your shield or you can wow. swing it two-handed if you want. She hands it to you and says, you're a barbarian now. No more fucking around. Wow. Okay. Um, and I... Am, okay, just a quick question. Am I like a little more buff after all this like working out that I'm doing? Yes. 
Okay. All right. So I, I was I was kind of like just like like doing like push ups. I mean, I feel like you're you're kind of like the new gym version of buff, where like you've been to a gym for a week, so you feel a lot more buff. Uh, okay. But from the All outside, right. it pretty pretty much looks the same. But All he thinks right, he yeah. looks like super super shredder or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I, I yeah I I just stand in front of a mirror and I look no different. I'm just like yeah yeah, and I'm just I just kind of like start squatting, um, as she's talking to me, and then I. I, I see the the axe and I and I take it and I I and do like is it like magic? Do I feel like magic coming through it or something? It's it's an axe. You you oh. feel like it's an axe. All right, I get really excited, so I feel like it's magic, and <laughs> and I and I Why like. Why did you I, ask? <laughs> well, if it's magic, then I can do stuff. But I just like I want it to be magic, so I'm just like yeah. pretending it's magic. Oh, and so then nice. I and so I raise I raise aloft my magic blade and I say. I, I wrote down something because uh, I, I I thought I was like, oh, Tyler got a sword. Maybe I get a sword. So I quickly wrote something down. Um, so I say, for the honor of shadows, I am the power. And then my eyes like blaze red and, and like they smoke and I just like laugh and I just kind of squat a bit in front of the mirror. And you achieve this ultimate moment of climactic victory. And we cut to the church where Shadow Rogue, you have been training for an entire week to learn healing from a distance, healing up close. You've also started to move into other versions of healing where you've like, you can touch someone with your forehead. You can heal with a kiss. You can heal with a touch of your ass. Just learning to use the various body parts instinctually that are not your hands because you have a history of hurting people with your hands perhaps as much as you heal them. But you have mastered all of these skills and you're feeling yourself more closely with right, Ezra than right. you ever have before. Can you roll me a religion check? With advantage, because you've been training pretty hard. You have been. Thank you. Thirteen. Thirteen. Good enough. This was a straight down the middle check because right. you've been training real hard. You actually feel Ezra's presence with you at all times. It's subtle and it's there, but you feel like you are not alone. Despite the fact that you don't have a direct phone line, you do feel like Ezra is watching. Mm. I finally get it now. There's a connection. <laughs> it's not Ex just about talking. <laughs> exactly. It's not about what you say. It's about what you feel. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like faith. it's it's not about saying, "Hey, baby, ooh, give me, give me that loving embrace that I crave so much." <laughs> it's just about being like, "Yeah, I know it. Yeah, I know it." Okay, uh, and and your graduation is much more informal than the others, solely because it's actually been a journey inside you. It's not Sister Abbasi's ability to name you a cleric. You know when you're a cleric. And coming mm -hmm. to the end of this road, you know you're a cleric. Hmm, feeling wise today, sister. Think I'm going to go out and try and change a few souls. So knowing people in many cases have a transformation of self when they have these kind of big religious changes, would you keep the name Shadow Rogue or would you take a new name for yourself in service of Ezra? Hmm, well... The rogue still sticks with me because I still am missing some memories. But you know what? I'm not necessarily a shadow of my old self. I am just a new version. So I will call myself new rogue. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> New Rogue. Hell yeah. New Rogue. New Rogue. Majestic. <laughs> Good. And we pan over from New Rogue leaving, having been gifted, uh, leaving, leaving, and then just having been gifted a Warhammer of your own on the way out the door by Sister Abasi to make sure that you are appropriately equipped as a cleric. Mm. The opposite of a baby mallet. You can name yours whatever you want, but it's a big weapon. Uh, Dell. On the last... Can you roll me a wisdom save? Oh, yep. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. Can you roll with advantage? This guy has been annoying you all week. That is fifteen. And he scored very poorly on his roll to try to convince you. Uh, you've realized after six days that you've actually learned everything you can from Rupert Darlin, and you don't have to deal with him today. Great. You've completed your journey. You don't need his approval. So you just get to journey around town with your friend, Rumple Foreskin. Oh. Who comes and finds you, and it's just like, how are you doing, Dell? I've been worried about you. You have to look after all those, I mean... They're not here for to hear me say it. All those dumb boys, and no one ever asks how you're doing. Oh, well, Rumpel Foreskin, you don't have to even ask me. I, I just feel better getting to hang out with you. Oh, that's so nice of you to say, but seriously, like, what's going on with you? What, what do you want out of this? Like, it seems like your friends want power or religion or I think just to not die, but like, what do you want, Dell? Yeah, I, I'm not die is very up there, and I mean, I would really like to go home at some point. It just seems like it's going to be a really big task. So I guess just trying to make the best of it in the meantime, I don't know. I, I guess I don't often try to sit and think of what I want. I just try to put out fires because there's a lot of fires all the time. Well, one of the things is if you just keep putting out fires, you're, you're never able to, to make something fireproof. So maybe you should think about yourself more. You're important to your friends. You're important to me. Maybe you should be important to you. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. And this is going to seem really contrary to that. But we have to go talk to those bards. I got to figure out why they're listening to that guy. And we got to. There's something weird going on with them. But I will circle back to doing <laughs> things that I care about. Yeah, I'll figure that out. Okay, let's go see if we can free the other bards from Rupert Darlin's terrible control. Great, let's do it. And that's really your first step on the path to officially being a bard, which is trying to stop a small-scale tyrant through discussions of the arts. Mm -hmm. All four of you have found your classes. All four of you have completed your training. And tomorrow you face the Dark One in a battle to the death to determine whether you are truly champions of Ezra or whether you are jesters who are going to die in Ravenloft. That's the end of this episode, listener, but next week you could become a watcher and affect the jester's adventures by joining our Twitch stream, which happens every Wednesday night at 8.30pm Eastern Time. That's Toronto time. If you join our Twitch chat, you can give the cast magical items, name NPCs, and decide the events that shape Ravenloft. So catch up on the story, follow Dum Dum Dice on Twitch, and join our weekly stream right away. Jesters of Ravenloft features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Del Borovic, Guy Bradford, and Adam McNamara, alongside Dungeon Master Ryan LaPlante. 
This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Justice of Ravenloft's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is Dark Mysterious Halloween Night by Sound Gallery by Dimitri Taras. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, whose music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now get out of here before the mist gets you too. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Night has fallen, the moon is full, and we're inviting you to listen to Canada by Night, a podcast where professional improvisers play Vampire the Masquerade. Detective-turned-vampire Everett Fry accidentally becomes the sheriff of New Haven, an experimental town where they're testing if vampires and humans can coexist. Stuck leading a ragtag group of officers, the Bruja bounty hunter Val, the gangrel news reporter Evangeline, and the Tremere blood witch Doris, can Everett keep the town running? Or will everyone end up liquidated by the Vampire Council of Canada? Trending on global fiction charts and produced by Dum Dums and Dice, whose podcast Dum Dums and Dragons ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America. Listen now to find out why Canada by Night has been downloaded more than a half a million times. Canada by Night, its interview with the vampire, if it had all the characters from Parks and Wreck in it. <laughs>